Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. And good morning. I am Heather Carroll. I am your host for Real Presence Live this morning. Thank you for allowing me to join you in your morning cup of coffee, whether you're at work, driving to work, or just chilling at home. It's a pleasure to be with you this morning. We're broadcasting live from the St. Francis House here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We have a huge lineup this morning, and I'm really excited to sit down and have some coffee with these folks this morning. Before I get too far, we're going to start with our morning prayer. And I'm going to do it um, as a we, like I have a whole group of people praying with me. So I expect you out there to pray with me as we pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, we will begin this day. We thank you, Lord, for having preserved us during the night. We will do our best to make all we do today pleasing to you in accordance with your will. Dear Mother Mary, watch over us this day. My guardian angel, take care of us this day. Saint Joseph and all you saints of God, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, folks, you get me this morning. Aren't you excited? I am broadcasting from the St. Francis House here in Sioux Falls. We'll be talking more about what the St. Francis House is and what it does for the community of Sioux Falls in the second hour. But the first hour, we have a lot going on. Eli, why don't you update us on what we have scheduled? Alrighty, thanks, Heather. Here's what's coming up on this morning's Real Presence Live. You know, building the body of Christ means that no man or woman is left behind. And Maggie Price will tell us about the importance of involving our brothers and sisters with special needs in church life and share how you can do this at your own local parish. The Minnesota legislature is heading back into full swing. And what should we be watching for now through May? We'll find out as we visit with Jason Adkins of the Minnesota Catholic Conference. And there are many challenges facing the homeless. Fortunately, there are places like the St. Francis House that are there to help them transition from homelessness to hope. Executive Director Julie Becker and Volunteer Michael Gross will be with us to talk more about the beauty and goodness of these ministries. All that and a whole lot more is coming up this morning on Real Presence Live. Right back to you. All right. Thanks, Eli, and enjoy that warm weather while it lasts. Oh, thanks. It's going to be a a great (laughs) stretch of not warmness. I think tomorrow's low is supposed to be negative 20 or something like that. I started my morning, folks, with Eli telling me that they're warmer in Fargo than we are here in Sioux Falls. So that's that's how it rolls. By like five degrees. Thank you, Eli, for that up. (laughs) Five degrees. Yeah, no, no big deal. (laughs) Thanks, Eli. All right, then we're going to move on to Maggie Price. She is our first guest this morning. Good morning, Maggie. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for stopping in and chatting with us. I'm really excited to talk to you about kind of who you are and why we have you on the show this morning. So, but let's first start with a little background. Who are you? So, like you said, my name is Maggie Price. I'm from Del Rapids, South Dakota. Um, South Dakota girl, born and raised here. Um, I work for the Sioux Falls Catholic Diocese as a special ed consultant for our special needs ministry. Okay. Um, individuals with special needs have always just been 
a huge part of my life. My uncle had cerebral palsy. So I kind of grew up around it. Uh-huh. And then later on, my sister um, worked at a therapeutic horse riding facility and I was able to volunteer there and then get a job there as well. And so it's just been a huge part of who I am and being able to just be around those people and learn from them and open my heart to them um, and be blessed by their lives has been huge for me. Well, and I think that when you grow up around something like that, that you have a different perspective on it. Like it's not um, something to be afraid of or something to be nervous around. It's I, I grew up with a, a neighbor that had cerebral palsy. I, palsy. I grew up next door to um, a mental facility. And you just get... They're just part of your life. They're yep. part of your world. It becomes and normal. It absolutely, should. absolutely should feel normal. Yep. And it's uh, very exciting that you've decided to go into that line of work. Did you go to college for it yeah. specifically? Yep. So I'm K-12 special education and K elementary okay. education. Yep. Okay. Yep. So how long have you been with the diocese? This is my fifth year. Fifth or sixth. Oh, I can't remember. Fifth or sixth year with the diocese. So, so what yeah. do you do for work with the diocese? So I'm able to be available to go out to parishes. I get to help like the directors of religious head if they need help integrating a student with special needs into mm. the program. Um, sacramental prep. If we need a kiddo to be able to receive the sacrament, like we've done a whole confirmation class a couple years ago of kids with special needs. I love which it. Which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and we have kits available for First Reconciliation and for um, Holy First Communion because really we should not be excluding them from the sacraments. Mm-hmm. We should be encouraging them to receive and mm-hmm. to be full participants of the faith. Yeah. So when it comes to special needs, I know that there are some um, kids that I'm thinking about when they're in mass. What suggestions do you have for other parishioners, not the parents, in accepting these kids into the parish and loving them? That is a great question. And parents reach out a lot because taking kiddos, parents of kids with special needs to mass can be a huge challenge. Mm -hmm. And so what I would ask of the parishioners around them is to be kind and to be understanding and to realize that that child with a special need or adult has just as much place in that church as they do. It's just as much their church. So just to open your heart and your mind and realize that they might act or behave differently. Mm -hmm. um, But that's okay because that's who God created them to be. And they're just living out who God created them to be. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So you have special meetings um, that impact um, your parish and other parishes that are going around. What are those? So our one coming up is on February 24th. It's going to be at the Catholic Pastoral Center right there by Cathedral from 5 to 6.30. And so this year, what I'm going to focus on is more of a roundtable discussion um, with the directors of religious ed or any volunteers or parents in the parish. I just got asked that question. Can parents come to of kids with special needs? Absolutely. Um, I want to see how are we doing? How are we incorporating those with um, special needs in our parish life? And how could we improve upon that? So just a time to like collaborate and learn from each other mm-hmm. and um Reach out to me as well so I know where you're at. And if you need my help or the the diocese help, we can get in there to help you guys and just direct you more. So what are you finding are some of the biggest challenges that you're facing when you're heading into these parishes? Um, I think lack of communication. Sometimes Mm. as DREs, and I'm also the director of religious ed um, for St. Mary Parish in Del Rapids, so I feel like I can speak on behalf of directors of religious ed. We might be scared and we might fail to reach out to those um, who might have a child with a special need. Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side of that, the parents might have been told no so many times they fail to reach out to us. So communicating with each other so that we're able to actually bring those kiddos or those adults into full communion with the church Mm -hmm. um, and not being scared as a director director or volunteer to reach out and help. You might not know exactly what to do, but these parents who were giving these kids with special needs didn't know what to do either when they were born. So 
we're all in this together. And if we can just work together and communicate and reach out, um, it's actually not as difficult as we think. Well, and I think, too, that it's it's so many times just ignored instead of talked about. Yep. You know, just don't stare, mm-hmm. you know, and I just think that's sad because I think this is the reality and you should be welcoming and loving and mm-hmm. and include them. So mm-hmm. what do you say to the, the folks that might be nervous about whether or not the child is um, at a high enough level to understand what they're doing, receiving the Eucharist or going to confession? What do you, how do you decide that? So my eyes have been opened immensely working with these kiddos with special needs. Um, I'm privileged enough to be able to have a class of kiddos seven through 12th with special needs in our diocese. And we meet once a month and I'm hoping in the future to be able to add to that and have elementary program too. Um, they get it. So if you're scared that, oh, I don't think they understand it or they don't get it, they're actually probably grasping the fullness of the Eucharist and who Jesus is himself more than we are. So don't doubt them. Their faith is incredible and they can understand things at a deeper level than we can possibly imagine. Um, Jesus said, you know, like, unless you become like a little child, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven. Often when we um, encounter someone with a special need, they are that little child. They are Mm -hmm. as close as we can get to heaven. They're pure love and pure joy. So it's not hard for them to be able to connect. I'm a little to jealous, understand. to be honest. It is wonderful. <laughs> I love my job. I love working with the people with special needs. It's my favorite. So any uh, stories that you can share of some students that just popped into your head when you were talking about that? Oh, man. Honestly, all of them. Um, so this past summer, we put on a totus to a stay, which we're hoping to bring back this summer. So if you're listening and you know someone with a special need, um, I worked with Eric Gallagher and the totus to a team last year, and we did a uh, our first ever totus to a stay for kids with special needs. Phenomenal. The kids did awesome. Wow. Um, we went to mass, and you would have thought we would have had all these like misbehavior because we had 20 kids with di- range, huge range of needs. Mm-hmm. We didn't. They did awesome. Like you wouldn't have been, even been able to pick out that there was anything wrong with them they were just in awe of the mass and fully present and fully there um or even any time i've taught about the eucharist in class or the sacrament of confirmation like now i can compare it because i've had a class of kids um receiving the sacrament of confirmation with special needs and working as a diary i've had two classes now without and both all all kids are beautiful all the classes have been beautiful but these kids with the special needs like they just grasp it I don't have to explain it or go over it a gazillion times. It's just like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. Holy Spirit comes down upon us. No questions asked. Yep, we believe. Okay, That's next. it. Yeah, it's amazing. That's it's amazing. beautiful. We could all take a lesson from that. Oh, yeah. I'm often in awe. I need them. I, God gave me this job because I need these people in my life. They're my path to heaven, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, if you're just tuning in, I'm chatting this morning. I'm Heather Caro, and I'm talking with Maggie Price, and she works for the Diocese of Sioux Falls in the special needs department. Uh, She helps to um, help the church in different parishes across the diocese and how to work with these special needs kids and their families. Um, What are the parents' biggest worries? I think that they're going to get told no. From what I've heard from dealing with parents is they're worried that if they ask, they're just going to get turned away. Because our our parishes often run off of volunteers for catechesis, and volunteers aren't expected to know how to work with a child with a disability. Mm-hmm. But if you reach out to other resources or even reach out within your own parish, you might find someone there that has that gift of dealing with someone with a special mm-hmm. need. Yeah, you um, never know what kind of background no, they have. So reach yeah. out, because there's treasures in every parish, and utilizing those... Um, making simple adjustments, you know, giving a kid a one-on-one during class or uh, modifying the curriculum to meet that child's need. 
I would just say try to incorporate them into the faith and into the class as much as they can because by excluding them, we're doing a disservice to all the other members of our parish. They need these people to have the full body of Christ, to have the full, all the members of the, of the parish and the family of, of God. I love that. Well, and what's it going to do for the students in that classroom? Correct. It's, it's really, um, it almost becomes not about the child with the special needs, but about the gift that all the other students are receiving by being around them. Yeah. I want to come with you to work. Can I? Yes, you should. You should. <laughs> it's the second Sunday of every month. St. <laughs> Lambert. St. Lambert um, parishes where we're meeting. So yeah, it's awesome. And anyone who wants to get involved in volunteering or thinks like this is something that they want to do, please reach out because we can use you for sure. So if you're way out in Pier or you're way out in the boondocks, do you go visit? I could. You could? <laughs> I haven't. I mean, I'm willing. I haven't. Um, I, the furthest away that we've reached out to was or have been reached out from and then reciprocated was Mitchell okay and I was able to do a lot via email with technology it becomes pretty easy to reach out so yes but I'm willing because I love doing it and I love these people so we have a few minutes left and I wanted to this is one of the first questions I was going to ask but you know I got excited and we got chatting but special needs how would you define special needs how do you know if your child quote-unquote qualifies for special needs okay so first of all i would say we all have them we all have special needs <laughs> so, so i think true. This, that would kind of take the stigma away from what it is and the scariness like you guys we all have special needs i have different needs than you you have different needs than me honestly it's just they learn and they live in a different way i love that um i can't tell you exactly how you would diagnose because that'd be like a psychologist or a doctor and so we have to be careful not to do that um but it's just anyone with any sort of learning need or they learn different, they think different, they move different physical needs. You know, mm-hmm. there's tons of different special needs. Um, yeah. I so love yeah. that. We all have special We all have needs. them. Yeah. We all have our quirks. We're all like, oh, I have to have that fan on so I can sleep. Correct. And da, 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 da. It's like, don't divide us. We're all very similar to <laughs> some of us were born with a greater need than some, some yes. of the rest of us. Some so of our special needs are more visible than others. Us. Yeah, that shouldn't exclude <laughs> us. Yeah. And yeah, I would say too, like when I was going over some of these points to talk about last night um, and looking up different things in the gospel, Jesus is constantly reaching out to the deaf and to the mute and to the blind and to the lame and to the paralyzed, you know, over and over. And I couldn't help but ponder like, um, okay, hello, Lord, you did this over and over. No questions asked. It was your automatic instinct to reach out. I think he was trying to tell us something, Mm -hmm. you know, like we're supposed to do that too. Mm -hmm. Um, He never excluded them. He was always bringing them. He said, the humble will be exalted in heaven. You know, the least among you is the greatest. Like we need to follow that example in our parishes. Mm -hmm. Um, And only when we do that, will we have the fullness of the body of Christ. What's the biggest faux pas that you see uh, people doing to that? I don't want to be rude, but to insult people with special needs. Um, What might I change in myself? Don't limit them. (laughs) Okay. Expect great things because they have great things to give. And then don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Um, Our human nature, fear makes us pause and stop from doing things that we should be doing. Never let the fear of someone with a special need keep you from reaching out. Reach out. I love that. Yeah. All right. So tell us about these meetings, when they are, where they are. So the meeting coming up is February 24th at the Pastoral Center, right there by the um, cathedral, 5 to 6.30. And then you do need an RSVP, although if you didn't, I would still let you in. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're, not, you're not that strict. Come on in, no. <laughs> so I don't have the link to give 
for them to RSVP. Maybe I could give it to your email so you guys to put up on your website. Yeah. Would but it be on the diocesan website? Yes, it somewhere? would be on the diocesan website. Okay. Yep. Sometimes things are hard to get to, but I can give you guys maybe a link to put up. Otherwise, I can give you my email. Um, and anyone listening is feel free to email me. I can send you the link. It's mprice at sfcatholic.org. And then if you ever need to get a hold of me, my number through the diocese is 605-988-3761. So with working with the diocese, have you experienced other dioceses? You know, we reach a very large listening area. Do other dioceses have special needs departments like this? Yes. The answer is yes. And some have them smaller and some have them way bigger. So we're trying to <laughs> pave our way and figure out where God wants us in this diocese because that's where our focus is. But yeah, there's there's big big things to look up to and then there's um, people also who are looking to us. I had a kid who came to our totus to a stay from Omaha, um, drove to Sioux Falls for that because wow. his mom said they didn't offer anything like that. So that was really neat to see. But then I also was privileged enough to visit the Kansas City Diocese or Wichita Diocese and they have a phenomenal program there for kiddos with special needs. So there's just, it's just a range and it's something we, as a whole church, big church, we need to continue to work on incorporating yeah. and including. Absolutely. They just put up the website for me. It's um, sfcatholic.org. That's SiouxFallsCatholic.org slash special dash needs. Oh, thank you. So Wonderful. There you go. Well, Yay. thank you so much for the work you do, Maggie. Yeah, thank you for having us on the show. Anytime we're able to talk about what now, we Now, you do. were talking about the same Lambert's thing. What's that? Okay, so um, <laughs> every month. Yeah, good question. It's called Cool Kids. It's Children of Our Lord. We started it um, initially because we had a group of kids who needed the Sacrament of confirmation uh-huh. and so and they needed like they wanted a, a special class where they'd be able to um, receive that sacrament and we've just continued on since then we meet once a month it's 7th through 12th graders and we've done catechesis of the good shepherd with them this year we're doing more kind of like a youth groupy setting but it's just a group of i have nine kid- kiddos in there with special needs and we just get to meet every month so, so are yeah. people able to join that group? yes yes anyone anyone who has a child with a special need in oh, that exciting. age range seventh grade through twelfth grade contact me and i would love to get you involved and do you have your office number um yes 605-988-3761 all right. Well, thank you. Any last thoughts before we let you go? Um, no, just thank you for having me on the show. And I hope that hearts were reached and um, that we continue to do big things in our diocese for those with special needs. Well, and it's been a pleasure having coffee with you this morning. Yes. The the joy that emanates from you, you're definitely doing what God has called you to do. Thank and, you. And we appreciate your work that you do for the diocese. It's thank just you. beautiful. Thank you very much. All right. Well, thank you so much. All right, folks, that was Maggie Price, and she is working at the Diocese of Sioux Falls. If you have any questions, um, you can always contact the Diocese of Sioux Falls. She was talking about special needs in the church and how we can be brothers and sisters to all of our our faithful brothers and sisters. <laughs> so uh, we're going to continue on with our morning here coming up next we're going to take a few moments to honor one of our fathers and i'm really excited about this one folks because he's in our diocese of sioux falls and then we're going to visit with jason adkins the minnesota catholic conference is in full swing along with many others in our states he's going to share with us some of the things that we need to be listening for in the minnesota legislature session going on today. We're also coming to you live from the St. Francis House and in the second hour we're going to be having a few guests that 
have lived at the St. Francis House, who volunteer at the St. Francis House, and then Julie, who runs it. So be sure and stay tuned to Real Presence Live. I'll be right back after this commercial. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 